not intoxicated could not explain his nudity. You Kansas City. Oh, yeah. Austin, Texas. Podcast hosted by Bruce and Steve. We are. It. We are. We are here, and I'm ready to be elsewhere. I can't lie. I'm looking forward to being elsewhere, but at yes. the same time, I'm I'm kind of like everybody I know is like getting all jazzed up and talking about oh we're gonna buy this oh we're gonna get all these exclusives oh we're gonna do this and I'm like. I think I'm done with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was excited today. I saw Mass Republic is going to have a booth. That'll be fun to go look at what they have. Who? Mass oh. Republic. They do oh, all there the Lucha stuff. Yeah. Well, that would be fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then uh, check your emails and the boys. You get to, with a pass, you get to put in to go to the exclusive booths. Ooh. And you get like 12 chances a day for every day you have a pass. And there's a couple of booths that you need to put in for if you want to get their exclusives. I think Lego, Mondo, Funko. I put in for Funko and Mondo. My Funko luck on Mondo. those. I know. My, my luck on those has been so atrocious. I am uh, pretty sure I won't get in. <laughs> So did uh, you did you get an actual email or did I have to go to like my account? Because I don't see one. You should get an email. Okay. Uh, wherever it. wherever your uh, notifications go to. Okay, I'll keep an eye out for it. But yeah, cool. check for you and the boys. Um, so you'll get so many chances you can put in for some stuff. Um, yeah, if you throw a couple Funkos away, I'll give you money and tell you what to buy. <laughs> <laughs> The nice cool. thing is there's like only five things that I want out of the booth. I'm sorry, two, four things I want out of the booth. So. And what are those? Hey, by the way, we're talking about San Diego Comic-Con in case you haven't figured it out. We're going next week. And uh, Yeah, the uh, Funko, uh, they've done like different versions of the Toucan. Okay. So there's like two versions of the Toucan that, that I would like to pick up just because I have all the other versions of the Toucan and we all know how that works. <laughs> Completism uh, is a disease. Completism is a disease. And then there's a, a Funko Soda figures, one of Huckle, Huckleberry Hound uh, and then one of like a, one of their Funko original characters. The problem with both of those is there's chase pieces and of course, everybody who just buys Funko to flip believes that, oh my God, that Chase sticker is found gold. <laughs> so it should be 60 bucks, but I'm going to charge 300. Right, right. And then the rest he, of the, the club gets mad. He confuses to why you don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the rest of the club then gets mad when you're like, you know, it's going to be like $40 in a year's time. No, it isn't. It's, you don't understand how this works. I'm like, oh. Let's let's play this game. <laughs> they don't know who they's dealing with. It's like one of the guys at work. There's a program that several departments use, right? Right. But he doesn't, so he doesn't care if it gets used or not. And, yeah. Hang on a second. Hang on. What? 
Okay. So apparently our cable's out. So uh, I don't know what that means for us. I I boot I I, <laughs> I backstrapped onto Laura's work internet because it had a stronger connection out here in the old garage of Doom. And we'll nice see. job. Nice job. Anyway, you were saying program oh, yeah. at work. Yeah. So one of the guys is like, "Well, I bet you I could turn you could turn that off tomorrow, and nobody would ever miss it." And I I'm like, "I will take the money. How much you want to put on it? You you throw money on the table, man. I will turn it off right now." <laughs> and we'll find out who's screaming i go and just so you know three people on your team are going to be livid when i shut it down so put your money on the table let's do this <laughs> and did he uh, did he put the money down no no uh, the, the you facilitator were you the were too facil- confident you're right i should have limped in you know? yeah oh yeah uh, okay. you're probably right but let's just see for you know i'll put yeah you know, a bet's a bet. Let's see what happens. Yeah. yeah. I've you, got you Queen went Jack too, off suited. And you went too strong. I went in too strong. I went all in too quick. Yeah, you did. I should have slow play. I should have checked him. Yeah. Waited for it to come back around. I've been watching terrible videos on the internet. <laughs> Isn't that what we all do with the internet now? Isn't that all the internet <laughs> is? Podcasts and horrible videos. <laughs> but I like watch these and guys. We're glad to be part of the establishment. Don't get me wrong. Oh no, it's it's fun. It's fun to have a little platform where you can jack around. Um, but it's like the poker videos. I started watching those because one, I don't play or understand poker. You know, uh, at least with the 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 Texas Hold'em or whatever the three card show a Monty thing is. <laughs> it is kind of a Monty, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. So the thing with the turn in the river and the flop. I can I can watch I believe that. That it, was a, like side A of of Nebraska by Bruce Springsteen. What <laughs> was the turn in the river and the flop? Yes. <laughs> and he's coming around the turn. Oh, or Tom Waits. So uh, yeah, yes, either one works. <laughs> and the flop on the turn came up. A, um, I went in too soon. I went in too soon. That's the only one I can I can actually follow. Uh, the rest of it's just I was watching some Jap not Japanese Filipino version, and those guys like bet on everything. <laughs> uh, I just watch that episode of uh, Always Sunny where he's like betting with these like Filipinos or yes, Frank. They bet on everything. <laughs> Frank, what are you doing? <laughs> um, but no, so uh, yeah, and I'm like, I love watching because these guys have these really intense voiceovers, you know. And I'm sitting here and I'm looking at uh, Ace Ten suited, and that, da, da, and you're thinking, okay, yeah, high stakes, high stakes, yeah, got Ace high, yeah, he leads with five bucks. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> 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 and the guy raises me to fifteen, and I've got a decision to make, and he's like nervously racking those chips, and I'm like maybe you shouldn't be playing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the, uh, yeah, the, I mean, I, I understand it, the basics of it, but watching it on TV, it's like, I clearly don't know as much as I think I do, or you're just, <laughs> you're bluffing me really well because, well, he's got them and then like the percentages just like changing like magic when the cards get dealt. I'm like, Oh yeah. I mean, okay. I thought card counting was illegal, but it, clearly someone's doing it and getting paid. Exactly. Oh, yeah. He's got a 75%. And you're just like, yeah, but he's got two cards left. He's got six outs. 
I don't think it's going to happen. You know, <laughs> all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, no, I understand the odds. <laughs> and then it goes <laughs> away. I'm like, wait a minute. He's got all reds. How is that not a winner? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. We're going to play some poker next yeah. week in San Diego. I just That's what I, I just know. <laughs> nope. 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 I won't do it. I won't do it. <laughs> All right. Hey, by the way, this is episode 46 of Slurp Toast, a podcast. Oh, nice. Yeah. 46. It's almost as old as we are now. <laughs> uh, so, um, did you see Thor yet? I have not seen Thor. You are killing me, dude. Uh, we were going to do it Friday this last weekend, but I had almost quit Thursday. So, Oh, okay. Again? <laughs> no, this one was pretty bad. Okay. Because Frank heard me uh, break my keyboard. Jeez. <laughs> oh, okay. On the desk or your knee? Did you Bo Jackson that shit? No, I just uh, slammed my fist down on it. Oh, wow. And then it, it made a sick sound, and then there was this tinkling as the keys came up, raining down upon my desk. And then part of your brain goes, uh, let's, let's walk this back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need to check for cuts, too. Yeah, you know, yeah, that stings a little. And then I'm <laughs> posted picking them. You know, putting the keys back on, and that's <laughs> picking, still types. Picking, picking the cue out of the webbing of your finger. <laughs> By the way, no, I just wrote down across you, the floor. I just wrote down, did you Bo Jackson that shit as a possible title? <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a bad it was a bad day. Well, I'm uh, sorry. No, no, it's okay. I mean, they happen, right? Yeah, they do. It was Bradley. just it was just uh like I don't know, everybody was tense, everybody was edgy, you know. That's a bad yeah and you know we we at our our workplace do not talk to each other in the best of terms like you know there's not you know how like if you go through training it's like hey steve i think we have a problem here why don't you help me figure this out uh you didn't do anything and nothing worked so whose fault is that you know anytime Um, it's a fault-based scenario it's never good so it wasn't really a false base scenario. It was a, a uh, IT provider was failing to live up their end of the dark bargain. And I've mentioned that this is where the, the Northern Louisiana accent set me off. So he's basically trying to extort us on a project. And I just finally was like, dude, we signed the paperwork in March. It's fucking July. I don't think you need to use that F-bomb. Mm, I don't think you know how to read a calendar. um so anyway it it went bad and then you know ownership was like you never told us it would cost money i was like i absolutely did i gave you the quote (laughs) (laughs) i don't remember seeing it and that's the end just at that point that's a whole different thing bang keyboard uh that's it i'm out Frank is like, um, I hear this loud crash and then you walk into my office like nothing happened and you're just calm and as easygoing as could be. And I knew that that is like the scariest psycho moments that people have is when they 
they get so so mad they they break something or i don't know stab somebody and then all of a sudden they're like you know <laughs> or do both with you or know. do both you break them and stab them with yeah the it's it's efficient that way true and then it looks like a freak accident <laughs> force majeure happened i don't know he tripped and fell on the edge of my desk and the keyboard broke and went into his neck i think we can sue ibm i don't know that sounds like faulty equipment to me that's, that's right you know that's product liability right there hey and i i've been in the courts for those so i i, I can know how specious that argument can be made <laughs> it doesn't take a whole lot having so, been a having worked for a plaintiff's attorney or two uh yeah you you can get them to court now whether you can make them sing is another thing altogether so yeah so we we put in the motion to dismiss because we really had nothing to do with this guy went off the high guy speeding admittedly speeding jumps the curb like somebody pulls into his lane he jumps the curb smashes into a light post that we had installed almost a decade before and they were trying to get money out of our pockets because they looked at our insurance coverages mm -hmm. and said, oh, we could get, you know, but we do the motion to dismiss and I'm reading their counter motion or their response to our motion. And they argued, and apparently this is a real loss lock suit. People got killed in a, in a robbery at a stop quick stop, right? Stop right. and rob. Okay. The robber came in. They went to a back room, locked themselves in. He thought there was money in the room, burst in, shot him. Right. So people injured, people died. They were suing the stop and rob and the door, manuf door installer because the door installer should have known due to their expertise as doors and lock installers that stop and robs are prone to being robbed and did not recommend to the general contractor and the owner that they put in a stouter door. And they probably sued the door manufacturer, yep. the lock manufacturer, yep. the yep. installer, yep. and the, yep. of course, the owner uh, mm. Yep, and I'm like, well, holy they didn't, shit! Surprised they didn't, you know, sue the floor installer, the concrete manufacturer, and you know, <laughs> in every box that was in the storeroom, because <laughs> for not being sturdy enough to stop a bullet. Yeah, that, that's yes, exactly. Uh, they they started off the history of the lawsuit was they sued the driver who mm -hmm. caused them to crash. Totally legit. Uh, they sued the city for designing there and the city actually carries liability insurance and there's a statute. So they're just like, okay, here's your check. Yeah. And then they sued Toyota because he was driving a Toyota and Toyota just said, you know, F you. And so then they sued us. I gotta go. I'm <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was hoping for a hard for times. Oh, I don't have hard times on here yet. That's on my list. I got to pull Ugh. hard times. Uh, so. But yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, 
Yeah, 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 yeah. So yes, so if I had stabbed him, I could have sued IBM. Absolutely. I think we could have made a case for it. Yeah, if you had not made such a flimsy keyboard, I wouldn't have broken it. And being made out of plastic, it wouldn't have broken with such a jagged edge. (laughs) Who provides you with your parts, by the way? That's a discovery question because we're going to throw them in. And uh... (laughs) Oh, discovery is insane. (laughs) We got served with something and we weren't actually uh, party to the lawsuit. And we weren't sued, but we were, we were uh, just like a witness type of thing. Right. And the, the guy who served it, he goes, it's, he goes, he goes, you're not actually being served. You're just being, you know, request for discovery of documents that they're trying to support. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I go, when did this happen? And he's like, uh, looks like 2019. I'm like, oh, he goes, why? I go, well, I got a five-year hold on some of these records. And I was going to say, oh, sorry, it's after five years. I'm done. <laughs> as long as you can prove that's the company you policy, you're in good shape. That's why I was always. And uh, believe me, I've done that. Wrote that, <laughs> crossed that I, dotted that T. Yep. We're good to make, go. Make sure that's in the book so you can produce that when they ask for it. And uh, so, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay, you're frozen on my side. Oh, there you are. You're back. Okay. Yep. Cool. Um, yeah, you, you froze out a little too. So yeah, it may be the weather. It's hard to say. Um, well, okay. So did you, did you finish the boys? Yes. Yes. Okay. I did. And uh, uh, you, okay. One hero gasm was not nearly as graphic or as bad <laughs> as I was expecting yeah, it to me be either. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I told the boys, I'm like, yeah, that's nothing. That's yeah. That was actually a, pretty tame. That was way, way tamer than I, I expected that to be. Um, and, and you know, and I even before I was buying something, and the girls like, "Oh, are you a fan of the boys?" And or we were talking. It was I don't know, Fye. So mm-hmm. obviously we're going to talk about. But we we're going back and forth, and and uh, yeah, she goes, "Oh, the hero gasm episodes this week." I was like, "Yeah." I go, that's the book that I stopped with because I was just like, okay, I'm done. I'm out. I could put up with the violence. I could put up with the gore. I could put up with everything. But that issue was just like, that's gratuitous. That's somebody who who never bothered to like walk in and see what Garth was doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I had that conversation with the boys. I'm like, yeah, that's that. I told them, I was like, after that, I sold all my trades because i didn't want you guys stumbling into them as little boys i kept preacher but i got rid of the boys um and they laughed i'm like for a long time when we lived in Pearland, they were in the uh you gotta have somebody with a key to get them out uh box at the half price books by our house for a long time i would always check on them uh, i'm sure they're gone now but yeah uh, that was that was that was the line for me um i was thinking about it today because i wanted to bring this up but i'm like you know I've been pondering going back and reading them and I'm like, again, and I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm enjoying what I'm going to call the Garth in his conversion. (laughs) (laughs) down. Yeah. I mean, I'm able to, it's been so long since I read the books. I'm able to remember pieces, parts, not whole sections. So I'm enjoying the TV show for what it is. And I thought this season was really good. 
this season was very good. Um, I did like Huey with the vial and thinking and actually decided instead to uh, supercharge his girlfriend yeah. with all the lights. It was, was smart. Like, Where'd it go, Huey? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It was. Um, no, it was very good. Uh, I, the deep in that octopus. Oh that, was little, that was worse than the hero gasm. Um, that was worse than hero gasm. It was funny. It was dark. <laughs> it was weird and twisted. And uh, yeah, his wife should have run, run screaming from the room. <laughs> Long before she did, quite frankly. I, yes. uh, I will say, uh, I thought uh, Anthony Starr as Homelander really, really came into his own this year. And if he doesn't get some sort of Emmy consideration next year, it's a crime because that character was terrifying. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, he's a badass. I go, no, you don't understand. He's gone from being like a sympathetic kind of root for bad guy to somebody that you're like, in real life, that man has to be stopped. Yeah, and there's <laughs> nobody who really can. Exactly. Yeah. He has to be put down because the narcissism, the egoism, and the basically being a walking laser beam of death uh, is a really, really dangerous cocktail. <laughs> I, I loved that he actually killed somebody on Fifth Avenue and they cheered for him. I thought that was yes. so nicely done at the end. I was yes. like, okay. Uh-huh. I'm gonna and have to recut commentary. the. I'm gonna have to recut the intro and put. There will be spoilers in it because well, it's spoilers. By the way, I'm just gonna put it in the intro. So if you're listening, we apologize. But anyway, oh, then we should watch talk about everybody who dies on Better Call Saul. Well, we can do that too. <laughs> we will. We will. We're gonna get to Saul too. I, okay. Trust me, it's on my list. Uh, so yeah, I really enjoyed it. I like, like I said, I have enough distance from the source material that I'm able to enjoy it for what it is. Kind of yeah, like, you know, I was able to, once I got past, oh, this isn't the book preacher and just accepted the show for what it was, it was enjoyable. It was a bit of a mess, but that's kind of, you know, the Garth in his style, I think. Yeah. It's, it's baked into the DNA and there's no way to get away from it. Yes. Lofty ideas covered in filth. <laughs> that's the new tagline for our show, by the way. <laughs> Lofty ideas covered in filth. I'm writing that down, by the way. Uh, <laughs> seriously but, that's gonna be our sub that's gonna be our new tagline the tagline but that is the, sort of the thing because garth somebody a comic shop owner i think was talking about garth and he said that the boys just seemed to him to be garth trying to get a you know he it's like preacher pushed the limits to a point and the boys is basically saying just try and stop me yeah i think that's a, that's a fair assessment because he had done Hellblazer. He had done Preacher. He kept pushing and pushing and pushing. And finally he got to the boys and nobody there was, well, we know there's no editorial control anymore, but they said, send the scripts, we'll send checks. I think is how that yeah. went. Just come play in the sandbox. We've got a great <laughs> ropes gallery. <laughs> no, why make up your own? Yeah, make up your own. You know what? If you want to bring somebody back from the dead and supercharge their powers, we're cool with that. Yeah. And no, it doesn't even have to make sense. We don't care. You're Irish. We figure you're drunk anyway. <laughs> Talk to the other bald Englishman. <laughs> or the beardy Garth, one. Garth Grant, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you all go hang out with Alan Moore. No good can come from that triumvirate. 
you know, all we know is just naked guys using their junk as weapons. <laughs> and that's it. They're just like using his swords and cudgels and knives and just and for some reason guns. That's and for some reason, yeah, they have explosive come, they're blowing chicks up. It's just <laughs> <They> have to <laughs> the click clack sound of the shotgun is them juggling their balls. <laughs> Fully loaded from Garth. Grant and Alan. Oh, I mean, not sleep tonight. It's a gag now. special, yeah. <laughs> Issue one: gag reflex. <laughs> you know, there's younger comic book nerds who'd never get these jokes. They're like, "Oh, you're you're making fun of the boys. It's a seminal work. <laughs> you <laughs> almost said semen." semen. <laughs> <laughs> you said seminal <laughs> easy beavis <laughs> fire fire they wouldn't get that joke either yeah well yeah that's too bad we were talking that. about geek con the levels of geekdom okay Hit me. And at work and i said well me and my buddy we kind of have this idea sort of like def con that there's levels of geek con and that we've always put ourselves at the highest level. And, and she goes, what does that mean? I go, it means that we have wives. We've seen them naked. We've made babies. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> you know, uh, which means that we're functioning in society, right? That right. we're not, uh, you know, I go, and then it goes down to you get to like sort of that base level where these people have just like totally immersed in whatever subculture that they're in and they can only relate to others in that subculture. And it's like when you get the sort of Victorian steampunk, steampunk guy, and he's like, yes, let us enjoy libations and such and such. And you're like, yeah, I think I'll get a drink instead. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a beer. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, ho, ho, you get my jest. Yeah. You yeah. Yeah. Clever rep scallion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know that's that middle of the pack and we're not we're not a data analyst we're not really just picking on the steampunks either because it's you're right it is the 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 ones who are just totally immersed in like the singular subculture that are truly frightening and and if you're listening thank you but you scare us (laughs) i was thinking like that guy at austin the one who had made up his own character Oh. Was like dressed as a fox and all this other stuff. Oh yeah, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> oh my uh, god, I I can't because there's a photo of me talking to him that was on the Wizard World website or somebody's review of Wizard World, and it was just like here is a volunteer being accosted by a Furby or something like that, <laughs> and it's me talking to this guy. <laughs> oh, and, that's too funny. Uh, you get all the was, best. You get all the best stuff. And as I told, I told, as I told my coworker, I was like, yeah, part of the problem is my own fault. I go, my buddy, Michael, my buddy Bruce and I have been standing there with like a cosplayer and I will ask a question and the guy just goes off on some weird ass tangent and I turn around and Bruce has walked off and he'll say something like, this is your fault. And he's gone. And now I'm stuck talking to somebody who's rolled up to like like bath towels and stuck them on his head like Princess Leia. Uh. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just
just does it. It just, uh, God. <laughs> I go, sometimes you talk to them and they're really cool because they talk about everything they've done. And yeah. what, the work that goes into the costumes, that's impressive. That's interesting. And then you've got the guy who's made up his own character, his own backstory, and wants to tell you all of it. And that's when I'm checking out. And that's when we should all check out. And apparently that guy, that Furby guy, kept going at like uh, Peter David, I think it was. He had a panel. And that guy just kept asking, how do I break into comics? How do I break into comics? How do I break into comics? Step and one, like, put on some real clothes. Yes, first one, don't dress like a, I'm going to say you're going for sexy fox, but Unless you're whatever that is. not working. <laughs> Yes, the sexy trans fox thing, just no. <laughs> Nothing against foxes or trans. It's a bad combination. You didn't pull it off. No one knows what the fuck you're thinking. So, yeah. <laughs> we, we have to explore the levels of GeekCon in more depth. Yeah, because I, I, there's like five levels, so we should figure them out, kind of. Well, we know we're at one. We're, we no, know. we're at one. Number one is capable of sustaining a relationship a of human purpose. <laughs> An in per it has to be in person. In person. You're right. You're right. That, I mean, in person. It's great that you have your 2,000 mile away Zoom girlfriend. And your waifu pillow. But um, <laughs> it looks like her. It's got her big face on it. It's like she's here. No, no, it's no. not. It's mm -mm. not at all. No, because it doesn't talk back. <laughs> You're not going to lose an argument to your pillow. <laughs> well, then again, I've seen your social skills. You may. <laughs> Why don't you say something? Quit looking at me like that. <laughs> Fine. You're right. All right. We, I think we have something to work on next week. Uh, but then you we, go down to the bottom where, like I said, you can only relate to other people who are as far down the rabbit hole as you are. That's those guys we see at Comic-Con, uh, full-grown men wearing the Adventure Time cosplay. Those are the ones that worry me. Yeah, because they probably started that when they were in high school. And, you know, hey, man, it's been like 20 years. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I say that because it popped up in my Facebook memories earlier today that a few years ago when we were there, I had that same concern. And now that we're talking about this, it, it, it reinforces it. <laughs> Finn's going to show up. <laughs> a, beard a walker and a gray beard. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> beard gut and a neck beard. That's, and an ill-fitting oh, no. ill blue t-shirt. That, as you say, the neck beard and the, the other, he's going to be trying to do Hellboy. <laughs> You know, and leaving like this, like, like <laughs> Tobias, leaving red, blue handprints all over the model. Now, oh. I, one year, <laughs> I saw the Comic Palooza in Houston, there was a dude who was cosplaying as Tobias. And he had on the jean shorts and he was painted blue and he had the glasses. I'm like, you win for the day. I don't, you get it. That's like, that's like level, I kind of say, I can't go two because I don't know what the, the like the uh, personal situation is, but it's at least a three. If, oh, you yeah. know, that's because that's more. Oh, that's meta. a larger, larger umbrella of awareness. Yes, that's pretty meta. Yeah. Yeah. That was, well, I was thinking when, <laughs> we were in, in Austin and uh, 
Were you there? You know, because the, the well, you were there, so you know. So if I say <laughs> I the high there. school art teachers were there, you're gonna like, yeah, I know, I was there. I'm assuming there's people listening, and they weren't. <laughs> but so that they had that costume contest that one night, and you and I stuck around and we were watching it. Mm-hmm. And I talked to the guy, or we were, I was, I was kind of talking to the guy that the art teachers were talking to, and the guy who was doing Kurgan, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Okay, so Kurgan is standing there, and he is a off-duty Austin City police officer. And he's talking about how he, he, he and his girlfriend, they made a mold of his chest, and then they cast the, the Kurgan outfit in, you know, uh, uh, resin, and then he went to a taxidermist and bought pelts and shit like that, right? So he's talking about all the work that and the art teachers and I, and I'm standing there with them and we're all kind of like, man, that's a lot of work. That's really cool. That's this and this a guy walks up to him dressed as blue Falcon. Right. And it's a good blue Falcon costume, I, but he's a skinny guy. Mm-hmm. Turns out he's an Austin detective. And he goes to the first one. They're talking and talking and Kurgan finally goes. So what are you thinking? And blue Falcon says, ah, thinking there's a lot of child molesters here <laughs> <laughs> i remember that now that you say it yes yes i remember having very much the same reaction laughing my ass off and nodding in agreements yes like, God, he's going, what how are we what are we going to cosplay as i'm like i don't cosplay dude not doing it not no, doing no. it no now that being said i have a really awesome shirt for thursday and i'm not going to tell you more than that okay but uh, be looking forward to it. So I have any shirts. I might have. Oh no, that one's all beat up and fit. I don't have any shirts. I'm in trouble. I have to no, buy you're something good. at the you're show. You're good. You're fine. Yeah, you're fine. I've put in my time. I'm just gonna. I, I do have. I have a Funko make shirts, and most of their shirts run small, and are kind of garbage. Like yeah, ju- they're juvenile. Okay, you okay. know, if you're if you're a grown man, you don't wear a shirt with a pop on it. Unless it's something bigger, like a Kentucky Fried Chicken with that popified Colonel Sanders, that's okay. okay. Everything else, it's a little kind of childish. I was going to say, if it's a little small, I think at some point during our Gonzo Geek Days, Cartoon Network sent me some Adventure Time stuff that has a hat in it. Ah. I can bring it for you if you want to wear your Funko shirt with the. And then again, Connor may have stolen the hat. I don't know. But the one shirt that they made that I absolutely love is Xavier's Institute for Gifted Youngsters. Nice. It's a black, it's a gray ringer with the, the black ringer. It actually fits well. It's comfortable. And the, the logo and the weather is all kind of distressed. I mean, it, and there's nothing popified on it. So cool. I may wear that. Or just wear a bunch of Funko shirts. They have their fun. Their fun days party is black light themed. Oh my! Yikes! So, so because I'm I'm in the Hall of Fame, not to brag, humble brag. Anyway, um, one of my friends who's also in the Hall of Fame, he's making up, we're having Hall of Fame T-shirts made up with you know reactive ink. And so I'm basically, I think, going to go to like the uh, safety supply store and buy a high vis yellow. Nice. Which under black light should be positively wow yes. yeah you're gonna look like starlight <laughs> <laughs> to bring it back around if, I can, if you don't mind yeah so I, I think what i'm gonna do is is get one of those a wicking lightweight shirts that i can throw the hall of fame t-shirt on the top of and at least my arms will be all glowy <laughs> i look like one of those dudes at the used car place <laughs> 
Oh, shit. Uh, what else was it? I was something else I wanted to talk about. But uh, we've got 345 left on our first round here. So okay. uh, it's just FYI. But we, I feel like we have another bit in this tonight. So we can we can circle back and do some more. Um, okay. Oh, I, I, you ever start a book and it's not what you're expecting. It's not necessarily good, but you're so far into it when you realize that that you just have to finish it. It becomes a moral obligation. Uh, a, a couple of times. Yeah. I'm, I'm very, very, I'm, that being said, though, I've got like four books. I'm like three quarters of the way through that. I just like, <gasps> Oh, I'm tired, and it's it's nonfiction, so I don't have to follow the plot. <laughs> See, that's what happened to me. Whenever <laughs> that's what happened to me, and I will uh, will let's do this. Let's pause here. We're gonna have a couple of minutes, and I want to. I'm gonna, and then we'll come back, and we'll pick up there. Let's do that, okay? All right. No matter who you are, whatever you do, please don't try this at home. And we're back. So. Um, I was talking about, you know, starting a book and then realizing you really don't want to finish it, but comes sort of some sort of moral imperative to do it. I, I kept thinking, oh, because last time I talked about the documentary I'd watched called The Battered Bastards of Baseball, about Kurt Russell's father's minor league oh, yeah. team. One of the guys they, they hired to play for them was Jim Mountain. He was the guy, he was a Yankees pitcher in the 60s. He wrote this scandalous book in like 1970 got blackballed for major league baseball um and then like ended up playing with this independent team in the late 70s actually made a second made a comeback all the way to play with the braves at some point in the 70s but anyway um so i'm like okay well i've heard about the book it's always been on sort of on my you know list of books to read at some point i got a copy of it and I'm telling you right now, what was scandalous in 1970 is just sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's because we've lived through free agency and the steroid era and everything else. But this book, really all it does is show these guys as humans and as dude bros, mm. as opposed to like, you know, the pillars of like outstanding citizenship. He talks about Mickey Mantle being a drunk. He gives you like the behind the scenes locker room chatter. He talks about how they behaved on the road, the, the, oh. the quote unquote beaver shooting where they would know into different towns where they could go in the hotel and peek in windows. I mean, okay. I mean, classy. Yeah. With a K. Um, but I'm just like, this is going to get better, right? This is going to get, where's the scandalous stuff? This is, this is pretty mild in the grand scheme of things. And it never did. So anyway, um, yeah, but I finished it. Yay you me. Pushed through. Yay me. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with all that, but I wanted to give oh, it up. No. no, it's one of those where, yeah, I, I, I've, uh, I've been in a couple of those where you, you kind of get to a point. You're like, I got to finish it. I got to finish it. I was like that with Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Because there's only that's so many. That's a perfect many... example. Yeah, because you're just like, okay, uh, we chopped 300 pages out of this. It's a very readable, brisk, turp, yeah, you know. Yeah. Holy shit. But, Less uh, descriptions yeah. of food and flags. <laughs> yes. My Far less. On, on every page. 
So, anyway, I just accept. I want to get that off my chest. Um, and I feel like there was something else I was going to talk about, but I'll be damned if I can remember what it was. No. So, what have you got? Uh, I don't know. Oh, what's on your desk? I've got oh. something for what's on your desk. We'll bring it because I don't. All right. So we'll do two things. All right. Okay. As you know, I, I do tend to be a, an aficionado of aficionado. That's it. Yeah. Aficionado sounds, it sounds like a perf. Anyway, um, but to go with Loki, they did Thor. Oh, oh, I've not seen that. It's the, the latest wave. Nice. <clears throat> so last week we were, was it last week? Sure. Last week we were in St. Louis, um, beginning the process of just uh, tearing down Grandmother Great's house and, and maybe disposing of some of the items that she no longer wants type of thing, right? Now, which grandmother uh, is this? I'm not uh, sure Kristen's grandmother. Okay. Sorry. 102. Oh, wow. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, on our way back, we went into uh, St. Louis and they have an outlet mall. And on the outside of St. Louis, they have like a mile long strip mall. And I only know that because I watched the uh, odometer when I first hit it. But they've got like two outlet malls. I mean, it's just way overbuilt. Okay. Anyway, going to the one outlet mall, they had like the local, you know, collectible resale shop. Right. And... Uh, so I was in there and, and and I know that this wave was coming out because it's Thor and Thing, which would then complete the uh, which would complete the uh, Fantastic and he is Four. Fantastic Four. And yeah, he is like orange, orange with no detail. Nice. Uh, he's he's I mean, issue he's got, one thing. Yeah, no, he's got like you know carving, but you know how like the later like Marvel heroes and right, all that right. stuff. You know, they did the washes and everything that you can yeah. see the grit. No. You can see the yeah, grit, so the grit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no wash. So he's just that bright, pristine orange plastic. So anyway, those are kind of fun. Those are cool. I've now, like I said, I, I kind of dig those. So th those are the newest way. Anyway, thing is out. They usually retail for about 10 bucks, right? Target 10, GameStop 11. Uh, no, no, $9.99. Anyway, um, so I was in there and I was like, oh, cool. The thing is out. I knew it was coming, but I didn't realize it was out. $19.99. <laughs> and I'm like, come on, fellas. All I'm going to do is wait you out. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a Target. It'll be a GameStop. I'm sure I'll see a bunch when I'm in, at Comic-Con. So right. uh, I'm going to just uh, take this little $19 thing, put it back on the peg and kind of a hearty F you. <laughs> but I then just, a lot yeah. of their stuff was like that. You know, that's, you anytime know. you go into one of those stores, that's how they're covering their overhead. So, you know, mm -hmm. if they can make it work, God bless them. But uh, not with my money. Yeah. You make that one on your own. Exactly. And then the, my only other thing, it's a, it's a work in progress type of deal. Okay. Hit me. So uh, a couple of months ago, I'd bought like this little Lego robot because he mm -hmm. like a Shogun robot, right? Okay. So I, I, I've been doing stuff with like the Lego plants. And so I have all these extra pieces and parts and, and all that. And I got looking at the little robot. And so the little robot has these little box fists, no detail. 
So I started kit bashing with like a Wolverine little oh, mech really? suit. And then that led to some buying part. There's a Lego, there's a store here in town that sell, that has a Lego bin that you can dig through, you know, and sort and sift through and, and, and you, but you can buy a little box of parts, a pound of parts for like eight bucks. Right. Nice. So if you're patient and you have to be super patient, um, you can basically find a, like I found a lot of what kind of I had in my head that I needed to make this. And so anyway, where it was the sort of uh, primary color, blue, yellow, and pristine, it is now this. Wow. Check out these uh, lovely cons. Nice. <laughs> the Chucks, baby. They're Chucks, baby. We got the uh, poseable fingers here. As a matter of fact, ta da! <laughs> well, at least yeah. we're a robot now. Um, I gave him a sword, one of Wolverine's claws. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I think started... I remember seeing the picture you put on Facebook. He was tiny, wasn't he? Yeah, he really is. Only, I mean, here's my hand. He is that big. Oh, wow. So he's like five and a half inches tall, six inches tall six i've been i've been yeah. thinking i've been thinking about your uh your funko mashups that you've been doing and and <laughs> my 70s mashups <laughs> well because i saw a picture the other day of one and i think it was one of the bts guys and he's like in a green suit going like this oh and i'm like if we could find one of those and the right head that would be awesome uh, that's that that is the trick and, and it, it, it's frustrating because a lot of times you'll be like oh sweet so-and-so and then it's a retired and you're like i cannot spend fifty dollars to basically rip the head off of that <laughs> and swap him over right well you know like i said if, if we'll have some time next week to like you know look for a reasonably priced kit bashes actually the the best thing to do would be to look for anybody selling which i don't think we'll see really um but it would be for loose oh yeah yeah so yeah, no box, who cares? You know, the figures probably like, um, I bought that Tallahassee from zombie land to make my mm -hmm. Boba Fett. Right. Okay. I got him for like four bucks, that, you know? That's, yeah. That's nothing. And I, I, I repainted his jacket and then I went and I did the wash so I could bring out the detail in the alligator skin. Um, and I really liked the way he turned out. He's kind of got that, you know, fist crossed, you know, uh, each one's holding the big ass gun and my Greedo, the Greedo that I did, I actually pulled from different lines and that one's actually, that that's pretty fun. So yes, we should kit bash because actually one of my favorite kit bashes that I've ever done uh -huh. was I put uh Stan Lee's head on the big Lebowski body. I was there when you did that. Yes. And I yes. Remember. And you were there because I like bought two of them while we were there. Yes. Went back to the, 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 the uh, hotel, boiled them up, pulled them apart, stuck them back together and then presented it as a, my custom. <laughs> okay. All right. Look, I don't know if you can see this, but those are the BT when I mean, these probably aren't, aren't cheap, but these are the BTS Funkos. Well, they usually sell them as like complete sets. And this one, look at the, the fingers on this guy right here. Oh, doing a point. Is that a vest? Yeah. He's wearing like a white shirt and a green vest. And he's got a green green shirt and vest tie. And he's given the point. There's a couple of them that are pointing. So anyway, and there's a couple of them that have your 70s vibe too. So, you know. Uh, some of the Backstreet Boys uh, also. 
It'd be the first time they've ever been useful to me. Um, okay, here we go. Oh, goody. They do sell them individually. All right. So, or that, if you're adventuresome, you could buy them in a giant ass seven pack one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, which I'm not exactly sure why you would, but like I said, there's a couple of them that the, the bodies would be fun to slap other heads on, but I don't think I need all seven of them. No, you don't need, nobody needs them. Even fans don't need them. Yes. No one's quite figured that. That's the that's the uh, kryptonite to the Funko recipe. No one's figured out yet. That they don't <laughs> need this stuff. Right. Okay. So you, you've mentioned that there is BTS Dynamite, who is wearing like the old school mosaic loafers and a Hawaiian shirt covered in stars. Is that the one with the yellow pants? Yellow pants and blue yes. hair. Yes, I see that one. Okay. So if you're going to do a mix or mashup... Django Fett. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here's right. okay. So here's what you have to do. That so now that that body is killer. Actually, that is a really, really good choice. That is a great call. Um, so now we got to figure out. Wow, these guys look like chicks. Yeah, they kind of do. Oh, while while we're while we're doing that, I'll tell you relate a funny story that Laura told me at, at lunch or dinner tonight. She was uh, she's a big fan of the Smartless podcast, the one that's Will Arnett, Jason Bateman, and uh, Sean Hayes. Okay, and they apparently just recorded one where they had uh, speaking of Lebowski, uh, Jeff Bridges on. Oh my God! <laughs> I, I forgot. I listened to this sporadically, but I'm going to be listening to that one. Um, but they realized over the course of the show as they were talking that Bo Bridges had played each of their fathers at some point in their career. He had played Sean Hayes' dad on Will and Grace. He played Jason Bateman's dad, and he had played... Will uh, Arnett's? Yeah, and so I said, and the next sentence out of Jeff Bridges' mouth was, wow, that's trippy, man. She said, almost to the word. And then he started referring to himself as Uncle Jeff for the remainder of the episode. (laughs) So... We love us some Jeff Bridges here on the old Slurp Toast. Oh, yeah. Okay, so now I, I have found the uh, other BTS guy. The one that you were talking about in the green. It's yeah. sort of like a leisure suit. A little bit like, yeah. See, now he's one of those guys where you can, what I call the handectomy. Oh, those are great shoes. Holy crap. Those have yeah. got lifts. That makes yeah. that pop taller than all the others. <laughs> He's got those Cuban heels, man. He does. So what you do is you need to find like, uh, well, because of the skin, well, you're going to do a hand act. Well, okay. Here's your problem. You have one hand that you can't cut off the one that's on his waist. Right. And you've got the finger pointing hand, which would be a great hand for a gun. Okay. And his head's at an angle, which is cool. Now, you're right. We, you got to find the right body to go with it. Hal Jordan. <laughs> wow. You're a visionary, man. That is. Your calling. That could be fun. Hal Jordan. Uh, God, who is it? Uh, Can we find the right? Oh, the green. Dr. Doom. Did they did they make a did they make a Ryan Reynolds uh Al Jordan Green Lantern uh 
pop. They did. That they, they would did. be that'd be funny. Then <laughs> <laughs> you just put a little bottle of alcohol. It's aviator gin. Uh come on. Apparently I broke this. I hit my keyboard so hard I broke this one too. I'm sensing a pattern. So they do. Oh, he's the old style one. So that's going to be a bitch to okay. get. Okay. Well, then never mind. We're just being a smart ass anyway. No, but that's a that's a fun one. So who else would be a? I mean, the green suit. So who would who would work from Star Wars in the green? See, in like Greta would work. Greta would work. Boba Fett might work depending on the green. Yeah, because they've done several Boba Fetts. Um, the last two that they did are phenomenally. They're, they're 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 very very. You know, I'm not like a super fan of the character, but I love these two pops so much that I bought one and cut the head off of another one, so <laughs> I'd have one unadulterated. <laughs> um, because I thought that these last two were so well done. Now I have to ask. I'm curious because I remember you doing the Stanley the Stanley abides, but. Um, how do you how do you take them apart? I'm, I'm genuinely curious because I don't I don't remember the mechanism. Uh, it depends on how they're put together. Like so, Marvel and Star Wars, they um, they're bobbleheads. So you basically just screw the heads off. Okay. Then what ends up happening is you hopefully uh, the neck on the piece that you want to use is relatively close, or you're able to basically cut it off cleanly. Um, and then you ba you you can then cut the neck off of the if the spring fits you can kind of squeeze it back down on the spring on the on the post mm -hmm. and it'll hold okay. A lot of times uh, you boil them up, you cut the coal or the neck off um, the off the existing one, cut the 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 neck off the other one, and then basically I, what I do is I drill through that and then I have like a just a PVC um, uh, rod, mm -hmm. <laughs> rod, <laughs> uh, but basically drill through the neck, uh, make a good clean cut, make sure that everything's nice and, 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 and straight. Uh, and then basically epoxy the neck, the old neck onto the new body. And that way the head fits. Um, when you're going across lines that don't have bobble heads, then it's a matter basically of boiling them so you can pull the heads off. Okay. And boiling, you don't have to go to boiling, but you can heat them up. Uh, you know, I, I always take like a bowl. Yeah, bowl of water, put it in the microwave for a couple of minutes and throw the pop in and wait. And they really get soft and easy. to. The, yeah, the glue softens and they just, they melt in your mouth, man, mm -hmm. or so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so that BTS body is pretty freaking cool. So some fun we can have next week. Yes, we can. Oh, that was dumb. Don't put Star Wars, put Star Wars pops. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the Boba Fett would be a good one. Grogu would be kind of fun. <laughs> yeah yeah um and grogu you can get cheap yeah that ship has sailed that ship it well funko made like a bazillion different versions of him right off the bat i mean it was like oh here's a new wave and it's six grogu's 
Oh. I still just call it Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda, yes. Job of the Hut would be kind of fun to put on that body. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the dancer chick with the split head. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean like the Ahsoka Tan type of gal? Yeah. There's a green, doesn't Boba Fett have, not Boba, Jabba has a green one. Yes, he does. <laughs> of course, her skin is green, so then you run the risk of the, the hands not matching, but. Oh, no, here we go. Here's a little outside the box is if you could find the emperor shooting the lightning bolts. <laughs> so you'd have him lean back in that suit with the with the lightning bolt. The only problem is the green color and his hands are kind of icky yellow. But <laughs> By the way, I'm sure this is just fascinating to, to our listeners in, uh, in Nairobi. But um, <laughs> and we appreciate each and every one of you. That's right. So... I think Grogu would actually be kind of fun. Except again, the hand color is the problem. Or yeah, Luke without a hand. <laughs> Can't believe you did that, man. Can't believe you did that joke. Well, give it over. There's a lot more tastelessness where that came from. Stick around. Lofty ideas covered in filth. That's our new tagline. The ideas covered in filth. Uh, a Gamoran guard might be kind of fun. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yep. Now you've got the problem with the one hand that he's got on his belt, but if you can do a paint match, you could paint the one, you know, yeah. here's one where the Gamoran guards holding an ax. So that would actually be fun with him with that ax hand out <laughs> and the suit. Uh, all right. So we have some fun now for next week. Uh, after after we push my son's eyes back in their sockets once we get there. Yeah. And all, all I'm asking as a favor is that we see if we guys can get into the Funko or the Mondo booth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take a look at the uh at that. I haven't I've just skimmed my emails. I haven't seen anything, but I'll double check and I'll have them look too. Yeah, for sure. And I I'll, I'll probably of course I'll hit up my friends as well because I don't want much. And and what I want is kind of off brand. Nobody will give a shit. Yeah, cool. Yoda right. could work. I yeah, this definitely would be fun. And then yeah, I, I'm using Star Wars fans, but we could definitely do Marvel or DC. Oh God! Oh, they did Spectre. Oh, the Spectre. They did a Spectre last year. Oh no! It's actually very cool, and he's not he. he you know, it was even though it's an exclusive, Funko does their exclusives in such a way that they basically I say the Joker, but that's cliched and pretty obvious. Yeah. <laughs> Spectre would be kind of fun. The Spectre would actually, actually like, wrap that wrap the cape around him too. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yes. I had not yes. seen that, that Spectre that. pop, but just functionally, I love that. Have you seen it? Did you look it up? Real I quick? just did. Yeah. Yeah. Spectre yeah. is a cool one. I have Dr. Uh, Fate. Dr. Fate with just the I helmet. I have that Dr. Fate too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just with the gold. Yeah. That would be. Um, yeah. The Spectre. Yeah. Dr. Fate. Spectre's face does not quite get it there uh mm, you could do the riddler from the new movie you could 
because the greens would just about match. Or you could do Day of the Dead Bane. That would be kind of funny too. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have an idea. Uh huh. Hold on. What about Thanos? Ooh. Because isn't that the right hand for the gauntlet? He has the right, the gauntlet on that hand that's sticking out. I think. Thanos, Funko, Pop. Maybe not. Uh, depending on which, th- yo, he's on the other hand. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. The hard part would be finding the one that, uh, well, that one, he's got this big, stupid grin on his face. What the hell is that all about? <laughs> Drax. Drax. <laughs> Drax would be fun. Sorry. I'm reading some Guardians of the Galaxy now. Um, Oh, Drax is gr- oh, there's a green one. There's a gray one. Okay, the green one might be fun. And then he's got the the hand with a knife in it on the on the sticking outside. So anyway, so we'll do some more of that next week. That'll be fun. Yeah, all I need is an exacto blade, uh, drill, uh, epoxy. Um, yeah, they're supposed to. I I was hoping you know the the the, the conchu ones that they were going to do. I think they did them slightly oversized. And then Target is supposed to have like a 10 inch conchu like the statue. Really? Yeah. Like the, like the one they put away to hold him in place? I think so, yeah. Sweet. So, okay. I, I This sounds like a fun little Ooh, Frost Giant Loki might be fun. Ooh. Because, oh, I'm sorry. Loki with that green suit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Glorious purpose, huh? Glorious purpose. Glorious purpose, and that would be a. Trust me, there should be plenty of Loki pops around. <laughs> you don't even have to buy one of him in his costume. Oh, that's too much. I was gonna say they did crocodile Loki. That would be fun. Oh, okay. Remember a while back, I told you I was gonna find a picture of Dusty Rhodes and like. Uh, put it on a canvas and then call it the uh, roadmap to success. Yes, yes, a close up of his I head. Found it. Okay. I don't. Geez. I don't know. It's, it's not ca- the the light's wrong, but yeah, I was gonna say what I'm seeing. Oh wait a minute! I saw when you turned it sideways. Because there we go. Head on, all I yeah, see is this all- white forehead. <laughs> yeah. But when you go sideways, I see that there's skin tone there. There you go. Can you see it now? Yes. <laughs> Success. I like it. Oh, and then check your check your since we're doing the Funko Pop thing. Check your targets. Frog of Thunder is out. Oh, I it need is, one of those. It's it's an oversized pop, so it's like 25, 30 bucks, which is a little pricey, but it's the Frog of Thunder in a jar. Right there. Right there. That's where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to convince Laura to let me wall because we have a, this. Is a, I'm in like the back end of our. We have a three car garage, mm-hmm. and so I've been trying to convince her to let me just wall off like this last piece and run a little bit of HVAC right above me. Uh huh. And like maybe knock a put some like glass blocks right up here, just a little, little light in, make a little office back here, so it's not freaking humid as hell back here. She's there we warming go. Warming to the idea. 
she's warming to it. I'm not there yet, but it's really, it's a matter. It, Cause then I can, you know, we'd still have like, you know, two thirds of a extra garage for storage. Yeah. And she wouldn't have to sell this shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it would be perfect. I could have a little office back here for, and she could isolate all my crap. And, uh, if she'll go for that, I will move all my shit out here. There you go. There's your, that's, that's the, uh, that's that look. <laughs> that's the bait. The hook. That's, that's the carrot right there. Yeah. All my shit goes out in the, in the hole. And now here's my stick. <laughs> <laughs> he said stick. <laughs> I, I, I want, I hope we run into Mojo next week so I can introduce the children to Mojo. Are you sure you want Mojo, like you know, asking your kids if you if they want to go do some drugs with him, like uh-huh. in an alley? Yeah, okay. I do, I do. That's <laughs> so you can say. It's a this lesson. Is what, this is what this, <laughs> this is, is what the, I put up. The, this is the road I want. Don't want you on. Yeah. Do you see where you do you see where a certain lifestyle takes you? <laughs> You're hanging out with a dude in a predator costume. The same predator costume. <laughs> it's breaking Here's down. the deal. If we were to see Mojo and Predator. That would be 10 years of that costume. Ooh, you're right. The one at thing least, that, imp- that's, at least that we years, know of. That we know of. The one thing I always thought about, like, that was kind of funny about Mojo is that jacket. I think it was at the, the last ship one where, like, Mojo kept reaching into his pocket like the TARDIS and pulling <laughs> shit out of that coat. You know how deep is the fucking pocket? Interdimensional pockets. He just kept pulling. Here's a tripod. Here's a mic stand. <laughs> and he's only like four and a half feet tall. <laughs> and you're just like, oh my god, that coat must weigh a thousand pounds. Yeah. yeah. And so that's not makeup. That's actually he he's working so hard and laboring that that he's that close to a heart attack, and that's why he's so pale. <laughs> <laughs> that's too funny i have that mojo mask that i, I brought it home because when i had it at work it bothered frank because <laughs> oh, i, I he would he was like, yeah frank had like i'd hear him coming i'd put it up over my face i'm like hey frank it's mojo el diablo he said put the stop and he'd leave the room so <laughs> <laughs> you get your private office yeah the other one he didn't like is when i saw cabaret with alan cummings Mm-hmm. And I kept doing the welcome, bienvenue, welcome, you know, and I would do the arm things and I was telling him everything was beautiful. And <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what is wrong with you? So I'm like, hey, if that one can whistle the Wizard of Oz, if I only had a brain, because he's trying to let everybody know subconsciously that he's smarter than us then I can do musical numbers from Cabaret and pretend to be a heroin heroin <laughs> chic post pre-Nazi yes. pre-Nazi <laughs> yes questionable ambiguously gay Cabaret guy <laughs> I saw the, I was watching the old man here's a jump for you I'm watching the old man on AMC with John Lithgow and uh-huh. Uncle Jeff Uncle Jeff, yes, I haven't recorded, I haven't gotten to it yet. Surprise cameo, the guy who got them into the CIA, Lithgow and Bridges, mm-hmm. their younger selves, is fucking Joel Gray. What? Yeah. I was like, 
He's still alive? Oh my this god, he must in. be a hundred. <laughs> my god. <laughs> like, oh, oh wait, it's Chun. <laughs> <laughs> speaking speaking of AMC, we were gonna talk about Saul and we did, and then we're on the clock here. We got like eight minutes for Saul. Okay. All right, so uh how are we wrapping up storylines? Bang, bang, bang. There we go. <laughs> I, I told my boys earlier, I'm like, they really need to change this title now for the next five episodes. It's not, better call Saul. It's what happens to Kim. That's all that's left. <laughs> that's true. Everybody because else is still Nacho, alive and gone. breaking bad. Even the secretary. The only person who we, we don't, don't know about is Kim. That's right. Let's Let's go through this. We killed Chuck. We've killed Nacho. We killed Lalo. Lalo. Yes. Howard. 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 They did Howard dirty, man. That was rough. Because oh. you just did not know what was going on. And then when you saw him put the silencer on the gun, you're like, no way. Bang. <laughs> and that's the end of Howard. My family we all went, oh, shit. Collectively. And, and then to just dump him in the hole with Lalo for eternity was just. Right. Oh. Just yeah, oh, yeah. Are you happy with the way this ended? Because I'm not happy with the way this ended. <laughs> I love Mike. That's another guy that deserves an Emmy. Uh, just it, on it deserved a better ending than he got. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now for sure. Now that they've given him this backstory on Saul dying, you know, gut shot in the field, just doesn't seem right at all. See, it seems like a really just terrible waste. Yeah, and then so. I mean, yeah, no, they 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 have filled in the blanks, and Gus Fring, who you were so afraid of in Breaking Bad, especially after he like you know cuts that dude's throat, yeah, we're like, oh my god, you're kind of sympathetic, you kind of like the guy, you kind of hope he comes out on top of everything, and, and now, then you're like, wait a minute, I'm rooting episode, against him in the next show. In this oh. last episode, I think you're going to see that pivot. I mean, I think that's where he steals himself to go and become that character in Breaking Bad. I think the, mm-hmm. sim- the sympathy is going to dissipate rapidly. Um, I think I, you my, might be right. Yeah, And then we, we're going to get down to the tequila party of death after that. <laughs> it's no good ending for Kim, I'm afraid. Yeah, and so we've got what uh, sixteen episodes yeah. in the in the seat. So we've got there's five left. There's five left. Five left. Okay. Walt and Jesse have to show up at some point. I, I know they're going to be on at least one episode. I imagine okay. I'll be the last one, just as fan service. Uh, sure. I've heard a theory that Kim was on the plane that blew up. Oh, and which is why Saul wore the ribbon so much longer than everybody else in Breaking Bad. Okay. Um, my working theory is that she's so impressed Fring that she's going to go be a cartel lawyer. That's my theory. Let's see how that pans out. I thought maybe she would get out. That this, is, Maybe I, this will get her out and she'll go run the battered women's law firm or whatever she was talking to uh, Begley Jr. about. Uh, maybe after watching Howard get tapped in front of her. That yeah. And, how does yeah, that affect them? That's yeah, what I want to know. Yeah. I mean, that's Good Lord. Neither, neither of them were as hard as they thought they were, and they realized it real quick. Yes. Yes. Especially, I think, when they look and they're loading Howard up in the fridge. 
<laughs> yeah. What's what's yeah. gonna happen? Don't worry about it. You're gonna get a new refrigerator. <laughs> that was funny because my know-it-all teenage boys, it was like they started unloading the fridge and they're like, "Why are they doing that?" I'm like, "They're putting Howard in the fridge." What? <laughs> yeah, they, Howard's going in the box, man. <laughs> Fold his I, ass up and haul him away. I thought they were gonna dump everybody into the 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 pit. <laughs> At the end, it was just going to look like, you know, like six bodies piled up. It's going to look like a mass unmarked. I mean, now when you're going to watch Jesse and, and Walt cook in that place, you're, you know, if you go back it's and you were to go back. level of weird. You're just like going, oh, man, they're like walking on top of Howard and Lalo. Yeah. 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 Those are those little pieces are nice when it's like, oh, that recasts that whole scenario. And I. uh I think uh, we, we talked about the other night about how um, which character was it? One of the characters. Oh, the, there was a throwaway line early in Breaking Bad about when they when they hauled uh, Saul out into the desert that first time. He said something. Is this about Lalo or something? Total throwaway line at that point in that show, and that Gilligan Gallagher Gilligan went back and picked that up and has sort of like written his whole character in. To tie to that line, which was a throwaway, is just kind of oh, is so it like when he was which which they part had, was it? They had dug the shallow grave, and he was in there, and he was blabbering, and they had on the ski mask. Yeah, Jesse now which Fleming. episode was that? Was oh, that, that was, in Breaking Bad? Or yeah, was that's that early. That's, that's early Breaking Bad because Walt and Jesse have him, still have the Crystal Palace, and they have him, and he starts blabbering in Spanish, and Jesse goes, "Oh man, just speak English. We speak English. I saw it today, like okay. paired with." Like, you know, the scene the other night when Lalo capped Howard. And I'm like, it was a total throwaway. It could have been any one of a million clients that he had. And they tied it all together and, like, made him a real character. So that line now has more gravitas than, you know. Oh, because then they do flashbacks for, for Saul. Is that because I'm trying to remember how they, they did that? Because I thought that was like a case, there was like Saul. I'm a lawyer. I'm a lawyer. I can get you out of this, but I couldn't remember where that happened in the sequence. Yeah. It's, it's in breaking bad. Like I said, it, cause I saw the, the scene today. And so Walt and Jesse are in front of the camper. So it's, okay. it's before it got destroyed and um, they both have on ski masks in the Albuquerque desert, which is funny. Um, and Saul's and so it's after Saul appears before the crystal palace disappears. So somewhere in there. Okay. So, so anyway, for our enterprising listeners, look it up. I'm not going to do it. Do your homework. Um, we are just <laughs> about out of time, my friend. So that's going to do it uh, on our uh, pre-Comic-Con uh, rambling for episode 46. I've enjoyed it. Looking forward to seeing you next week. And uh, I am too. What time do you guys get in? Do you know? Uh, I'll look it up. Uh, I was going to talk, maybe call you like over the weekend and we can work out plans and stuff. So. Because okay. I've promised the boys um, the Lolita's burrito uh, for you know what? Uh, Do it early. Yeah. Well, the last couple of years I've been there, that place has been out the door. I thought we'd do it on Wednesday, maybe as our meal. Um, and and it's even literally Wednesday. like two blocks from where we're staying. So, um, are you staying further? Um, we are up literally from Gaslamp or down from? We are like literally. Uh, you know where that parking lot is. Um, where they sometimes they have 
where the bus drops yeah. off and there's that parking lot where they have stuff yeah. uh-huh. kind of right behind that okay yeah because so they built up a ton of shit since yeah. the first time we're, we were, we're super close over that way so um, no that'd be nice because then you can hoof it over that stupid bridge that's stu- i've already warned them about the stupid bridge all right we are just about out of time so that's going to do it for episode 46 yes wear comfortable shoes wear good socks be ready to walk and we'll be back next time with a comic-con recap later kids adios bye, bye. bye.